Welcome to the Horse Talk Show on Florida Sports Talk Radio. You never heard of a talking horse? With your host, Louisa Barton. I want to be a famous rider. I should like to race. Presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Truth is, I help horses with people problems. Now here's the Brit on the bit, Louisa Barton! Yeah, baby! (laughs) Good morning and welcome to the Horse Talk Show presented this hour by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital broadcasting from Ocala, Marion County, Florida. The The horse (laughs) capital of the world. Exactly. How cool. (laughs) I'm your host, Louise Varton, co-hosting with me today. I have my regular co-host, Squeak Larkins, our PhD. Good morning. With us this morning, also famous for barrel racing, (laughs) oxygen therapy, and numerous other equine-related things. We all appreciate her very much. Thank you, Squeak. She came without her visor today. I know. I always knew it was a test. (laughs) And if you're wondering what this is... Yeah. This is British, like me. Oh my gosh! And there are I was Aussies wondering what who that love is. this. Oh, and that's we have we one coming <laughs> in the next segment. This is that's for Clayton. Great. Of course. From New Horizon Insurance Solutions, Nigel. It was hard for me to save one out of the four, but I did. I did eat the other three. Yeah, good for you. News time. We've got a great show for you today. Uh, we're going to have Clayton Fredericks, uh, a silver medalist, uh, joining us in the next segment. And then oh, we good. are going to have Rhoda Coppers with uh, one of our veterinarians from Peterson right. and Smith. Then we're going to have a super uh, massage therapy session oh, on yeah. me. No, oh. I wish. Uh, we are going to have uh, Laurel from Hey Relax join us. Right which will be absolutely fantastic. And then we'll have our barrel segment, and then we'll just close it out with, uh, with some good stuff at the end. And uh, Brian Cox from New Millennium Realty just arrived uh-huh. with coffee and donuts. We, uh, right. we love that. He is fantastic <laughs> at uh, coffee and donut delivery. He's also fantastic at listing your farm and getting it sold very quickly. Uh, so uh, thank you, Brian, very much. Off to some news. Awesome. Um, bred by Pavla and Eric Nygaard. Breeders' Cup Dirt Mile winner Battle of Midway was retired to stud earlier this year, was oh. found to be sub-fertile. That's fairly disappointing for oh. a stud. Yeah, that is. <laughs> but they brought him back. He's been training again, and uh, he's had a very nice breeze for trainer Jerry Hollendorfer. And they're thinking August 22nd might be well, his that'll comeback. Be, that'll be fun Yeah, to see how that goes. Now, here's a funny one for your attorneys out there. Mm-hmm. might find this interesting. Justice an eight-year-old American quarter horse who used to be named Shadow, unfortunately suffered quite a bit uh, under care, 300 pounds, underweight, black coat, lice-ridden, skin-scabbed, genitals so frostbitten that they might require amputation. He'd been left outside, underfed, uh, basically criminal neglect, and uh, he now um, resides on a quiet wooded farm within view of Oregon's Cascade Mountains, and he is suing his former owner for negligence. Oh, right. The horses. <laughs> I think that's pretty neat. That's pretty neat. In a lawsuit filed in his new name in a county court, he's seeking $100,000 for veterinary care, as well as damages for pain and suffering, to fund a trust that would stay with him no matter who his caretaker is. Pretty interesting. This is the yeah. latest bid for an animal <laughs> to have rights in court. It's about time. Um, there was a recent high-profile case with a monkey oh. uh, about whether a monkey could own copyright. Oh, yeah? He lost. Oh. 
Oh. But he wasn't a horse. Yeah, there so, you go. You know, <laughs> I don't know of any monkey therapy. Right. But I do know about a lot of horse therapy that works, and everybody loves horses. So, no, I'm not saying I don't love monkeys. Actually, I used to want to have a monkey, believe it or not. Apparently, Oregon is one of the states that this is most likely to work in because uh. apparently they already have some really progressive animal protection laws. So, yeah, there's a horse. Uh, suing his previous owner. Oh, wow. I think it's great. I think it's about time. <laughs> I love to see it. I, I think it's absolutely fantastic. So, so we'll see. Um, we're starting to look towards the Breeders' Cup, of course, yeah. uh, coming up around the corner. November will be here in absolutely no time at all. So uh, we're pretty excited that's going to be an incredible race. That is uh, a race weekend, rather. That is 30 million dollars right. in prize money in 14 championship races. Right, and it's at Churchill this year? Yes, yeah. yes, which yeah, is neat. Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, 13 of those 14 races are grade one events. The really cool thing is when they started the whole championship globally, mm -hmm. where um, they started to allow horses from around the rest of the world to compete in races outside this country to qualify to be in the Breeders' Cup. Right. So now that brings us a nice mix of horses. Yeah. It's great for the economy. Yeah. Um, they actually give them like $40,000, I think, in oh, yeah. traveling expenses and costs and things to get them to come and um, get them really, really involved, which right. is really great as far as globally and, you know, bringing people here um, for the challenge. So um, this is the 12th year they've done the, the championships. Mm -hmm. the they call it the challenge Ch series. Yeah. Um, and actually they do it in 12 countries. Um, it's U.S., of course, Argentina, mm -hmm. Australia, Brazil, Canada, Chile, England, France, Japan, Ireland, Peru, and South Africa. Uh -huh. So really, uh, really neat that we can get, uh, you know, horses yeah, from all is. over the that world is. to come. And 45 of them participated um, in the win and you're in last time. So it's oh pretty wow. neat. Yeah, that pretty is. Pretty awesome stuff. And we got international participation. Bring everybody to Churchill. Mm -hmm. um, a little Mark Cassie news. Uh, some people oh. I know listening know Mark very well. He's a great trainer, uh, local guy here, actually Canadian Hall of Fame trainer. And uh, he, uh, yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> by the way, before yeah. I go there, on the board this morning, <laughs> producer, director, <laughs> unbelievable, John Thorman. Imagine <laughs> that, digital savvy. <laughs> yes. You know, really. And savvy means he knows and yeah. he does. Yeah. If you need any digital, you need any website, you need any marketing, you need a radio show, <laughs> <laughs> he's your guy. Yeah. <laughs> Top notch. Good job, John Thorman. Digital savvy. You yes. heard it here. <laughs> you know you need him. He can get your business going whoof, off the ground. Right. Unbelievable. Anyway, back to the other Canadian, Mark <laughs> Cassie. Uh, he, he's, a, a, as I said, Hall of Fame in, uh, in Canada. Great guy. Uh, gosh, local, mm -hmm. has incredible, just built a beautiful new million-dollar racetrack at his farm. Right. A super guy. And he's been uh, training Wonder Godot, who is a wonder horse. Mm -hmm. You know, we call him a super horse. Well, we're going to call her a wonder horse. Right. Uh, he is going to put her up against the boys. All right. On Good my birthday. Oh. August 25th. All right. And that's pretty exciting in the Travers. A lot of people are familiar with the Travers from the race that American Pharaoh mm -hmm. did not win. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, it's the top of the top. It's the cream of the crop horses. And uh, she's going to run against them. If she wins, she'll be the first filly to win that race since 1915. Oh, my. That's kind of a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, that's a long time. Pretty exciting yeah, stuff, though. Cool. So good luck to uh, Wonder Godot. Yeah. And, of course, coming up in September, 
We have the FEI World Equestrian Games. Right. Exciting stuff held every four years in the middle of the Olympic cycle. Yeah. One of the biggest events on the global sporting calendar. Uh, it actually combines eight equestrian events. Uh, it includes jumping, dressage, para-equestrian dressage, eventing, driving, endurance, vaulting, and reining, all in the competition schedule right. between September 11th and September 23rd. And that is held at Tryon International Equestrian Center in Mill Spring, North Carolina. Yeah. And if you've ever been to Tryon, you have not <laughs> experienced amazing, right? Yeah, it is. Oh it's my awesome, gosh, it's yeah. incredible. Something for everybody. Uh, I think they even have golfing for dad now, mm. um, in case you have to drag him kicking and screaming <laughs> to the event. Um, but it is a absolutely fantastic place. Once you, you get to the front, there's a carousel yeah. and a bounce house. I, I said at the uh, equine engagement meeting at the CEP this week, I've never seen a horse bounce house before, oh. and I've looked everywhere, <laughs> and it's actually a big, huge horse. It's yeah, amazing. That's awesome. Uh, so, uh, yeah, very, very cool. And uh, something for everybody, entertainment, great food, beautiful yeah. stadium. It's fantastic. Now, there aren't that many hotels nearby, so if you haven't booked a room, you <laughs> might want to get on yeah. it pretty fast. Yeah. Because otherwise, you may be driving yeah. an oh. hour and a half. Uh, to get there, but it is a, a beautiful, beautiful showgrounds, and that will be a very exciting World Equestrian Games uh, this year. There'll be demonstrations, exhibitions um, hosted throughout the entire event, and um, it'll be 13 days long. That's the 11th to the 23rd of September, so right. make sure you stay uh, tuned for updates on that. We'll be bringing you lots of news uh, from the World Equestrian Games and letting you know who's winning and who's not. <coughs> we are going to go to our first break. And uh, I'm going to have some coffee that Brian Cox of New Millennium Realty delivered. It's very yeah, nice this nice, morning. Yeah. And coming back in just a few minutes after this break, we should have Clayton Fredericks with us. And we'll be talking about three-day eventing, the Ocala Jockey Club, and more. So stay with us on the Horse Talk Show, presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. We'll be right back. the leading thoroughbred horse farms of Marion County, Florida Trust. Trust Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Serving Ocala, Florida since 1981, Peterson and Smith provides state-of-the-art and leading veterinary care to meet every horse owner's needs, whether it's one horse or hundreds. We specialize in sports medicine, surgery, reproduction, and general medicine, and have the largest ambulatory fleet in the southeastern United States. The most successful thoroughbred farms in Marion County trust Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Shouldn't you? Visit us at petersonsmith.com. Are you looking for an affordable supplement company? Then DAC has you covered. Since 1983, we have made your horse's health our number one priority. With our NAS sale of approval, our guaranteed analysis, we have what you need from our new product, Cool Gut, for gastrointestinal support, weight gain, hair coat, joint, calming, and much, much more. Doesn't your horse deserve the best? The proof is in the results. DAC vitamins and minerals, it makes a world of difference. Visit FeedDAC.com. This is Brian Cox with New Millennium Realty, your local real estate professional selling residential homes and horse farms throughout Marion County and Central Florida. Are you in the market for an immaculate mini farm? We have an 11.6 acre farm with 12 stalls, covered round pin, beautiful paddocks, and completely updated home. Contact Louisa Barton for info or to set up a private showing. Let our team help you find the next farm for you and your horses. New Millennium Realty, the future of real estate. 
Seminole Feed is a family-owned company always striving to exceed your expectations with our dedication to customer service since 1934. Seminole is one of the few companies today manufacturing fixed formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring of our production process to keep our nutrition safe for your horse. Using only quality ingredients and superior formulas made in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill right here in Ocala. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best equine. Hi, I'm Don Emmerich, CEO of All In Removal. All In is a leader in both manure removal and shavings deliveries here in the horse capital of the world. We offer hands down the best service along with the lowest prices of anyone. Now, please don't take my word for it. Put us to the test. I'm so confident that we can save you money compared to any competing service that I will personally guarantee it. If we can't save you money, I'll give you a gift card for dinner at a restaurant of your choice. Call us today and experience the All In difference. Whether in the arena or on the trails, Ovation helmets are designed to keep you cool and comfortable. Choose from styles like the Sync, the Deluxe, the Protégé, the Eclipse, the Quantum, and more. Styles with removable liners and reinforced ventilation panels for hot Florida summers. For the lightest and most comfortable helmets on the market today, check out Ovation Helmets at EnglishRidingSupply.com or get fitted for your perfect new helmet at Tack Shack of Ocala. It's hot out there, so come on in and chill out at Tack Shack of Ocala. For every $50 you spend, receive $10 in Tack Shack store bucks. So beat the heat with one-stop shopping. Horsey or not, and earn $10 for every $50 you spend from now until August 25th. So come on in, cool off, and shop at your favorite and newly remodeled dog-friendly tack store. Tack Shack of Ocala, where the champions shop. Tack Shack of Ocala, the horse lovers New Horizon Insurance Solutions provides first-class customer service and ethical solutions based on over 30 years of knowledge and experience in the risk management and self-funded community. New Horizon Insurance Solutions guides clients to the best, most proven companies and individuals that assure you reach your desired goals. Services include equine and bloodstock, farm and ranch insurance, consulting and workers' compensation. Contact Nigel at nigelwarbank at gmail.com for more. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show, presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital Broadcasting from Ocala, Marion County, Florida, the horse capital of the world. And I'm going to keep reminding you of that because yeah. I'm taking these to Lexington next week. <laughs> I have to go for an economic development conference training for the CEP and the Visitors Bureau and I thought it would be really funny if we handed right. these out to all the major <laughs> leaders in Lexington just to remind them uh, exactly. that we really are the horse capital of the world. I'm your host, Louisa Barton, co-hosting with me today, Squeak Larkins, and we have a very special guest. Uh, we actually have like royalty in here <laughs> this morning. I was just telling our silver medalist here, Clayton Fredericks, that if I listed all of his accolades, we would run <laughs> one entire segment out, but it's really long. Can you give us a rundown? <coughs> Gee, you now you put me under the pressure. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, yeah, we're, uh, I suppose you always want to start with uh, things that you've done as far as the Olympics is concerned, because even, even the laymen, the people that aren't interested in uh, horses can understand at least if you say you've been to an Olympic Games. So um, I've got silver medal from the uh, Beijing Olympics, which actually was held in Hong Kong. Um, 
and rode at uh, in London Olympics as well. Oh, wow. That didn't work out so well. Actually, <laughs> ended up uh, falling and ended up on the on the floor. But um, yeah. walk, never walked away. Horse and I were fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we you talked about the uh, World Equestrian Games earlier. Um, silver medal from the Arkan, uh, individual silver medal from the Arkan World cha uh, Champions uh, Championship there, team bronze. Um, I've been World Cup champion twice. Um, all and most of those achievements, in fact, all of those achievements, have been on a horse called Ben a Long Time. And Ben a Long Time is uh, retired here. Uh -huh. He's in uh, in our field in um, in Ocala. And um, oddly, actually, today the girl who groomed for me at the World Equestrian Games is coming to stay for a couple of days and she arrives a bit later on today That's so nice. yeah yeah it's good and uh um after been a long time finished actually he w he was went to his owners in hong kong they wrote him did some dressage and then he had an injury and hong kong really wasn't the best place for him to sort of re uh, rehabilitate and everything so they rang me and I said to them, look, you know, I'm living in the uh, horse capital world <laughs> and the horse paradise. Good job. Uh, <laughs> right. If you guys pay for him to fly fly out here to Ocala, uh, he can have a place retiring. Oh, that's Aww. right. That's really for the, nice. For the rest of his life. So he's, he's 23 now. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, he's um, in a lush green pasture Aww. under some beautiful <laughs> live oak trees. Couldn't be, couldn't be better. So oh, um, that's nice. Yeah, and uh, yeah. It's what good. is about the average age that one retires from eventing? Is there a kind of an average age? Well, I mean, it, it, most most horses can actually compete now until they're probably, you know, probably about eighteen. I think that's probably mm -hmm, a, a probably good a age to, to to retire. I'm sh I'm sure some some riders try to um, extend the life of the, uh, you know, the competition life mm. of the of the horse, but. Um, you know, when I finished with Ben, he was he he finished at uh, he was seventeen actually, um, but he finished fit and sound oh, and yeah, had no issues. I just felt that it was going to be too hard for him to um, stay sound with the pressure that uh, eventing the, yeah. applies. You know, it is it is a lot of work to get them fit. It's actually not the comp everyone thinks about the competition. You know, is is strenuous. But realistically, for the event horse, it's all the it's all the fitting work that goes into getting them mm. ready for the competition. That that uh, you know so makes it yeah, hard. I, I hard can, work. Yeah, I can see a that. lot of hard yeah. work. Yeah. Yes. Now, for our non-horse people listeners, because we do have some of those trying to learn uh, about the equine world, can you explain the three phases of three-day eventing? And um, then I want to talk a little bit to you about your success and what you attribute that to. But tell us what three-day eventing is for our non-horse listeners. <coughs> well, for those that aren't sort of mm -hmm. in, into, I, into the sport or ha don't understand, I like to s explain it as like the triathlon mm -hmm. of equestrian. Yeah, perfect, yeah. Um, three phases, uh, all done with the same horse. And first phase being the dressage, which is... Um, I suppose, like the figure skating or the mm -hmm. or the da uh, ballroom dancing, so, so to speak, mm -hmm. um, there is a set dr dressage test. You have to do the movements. You get marked out of ten for each movement, um, and that really is the basis of of all our training. You know, um, essentially, it's about having the horse 
responsive to your aids, listening, but not only listening um, because you know you give them a kick and you give them a pull in the mouth. It's not about that. It's about training to a degree where the horse almost becomes uh, intuitive about about your right. your aids and your thinking. Right. Um, and obviously that's you know mm -hmm. right on the high lev level mm -hmm. of that. But um, you know when you when you really partner with with a horse. Uh, it, it really does become just a, th a thinking aid, you know, and you just obviously do the positioning, but the horses start to really get into uh, feeling what, you, what you're asking them and, and going with you. And then that becomes a real, real partnership, like, uh, like it would if you had a dance partner, you know, it's yeah. no, no, no good having right. a partner that uh, really behind the scenes isn't, isn't friends with you right. or agreeing with you, you really got to have, a, have that you good relationship. on that way, don't you? Exactly. <laughs> so that's really the basis. And uh, from that, we then go to the exciting phase, which is the cross country. Yes. Yeah. Um, and uh, at the World, World Equestrian Games, as we were talking about that, they'll be probably doing a course around the 10 and a half minutes of galloping at 570 meters a minute and jumping solid fences in yeah. in through the water mm. over ditches <laughs> <Stop it>. um, <laughs> and so uh, yeah very exciting uh, high paced um, for those that uh, actually get out to the competitions um, it, it's pretty amazing you know to be standing on just beside the track where where a horse will gallop right. past you at that speed jump over a massive fence um, you know, that, that is, a, is very exhilarating and that's why people get uh, absolutely hooked on our sport is yes. because so to see, sport. you know, horse and athlete riders um, competing at that speed and, and, you know, it is exciting. You do get the, the odd horse or rider get it wrong and it, it, uh, they can um, uh, come, come to grief a little bit. Um, but uh, you know the modern sport is um, fast-paced, and there's a lot of accuracy jumps. You really have to be as one again. Yeah. Um, all the all the uh, things that I said for the dressage right. training comes out. Yep. It's just you're going virtually at full speed. Yeah, for a lot faster. Yeah. So and then and then we move yeah. to the final test, um, the show jumping, which is really just to prove that all the all the work mm -hmm. and the effort has gone in, the fitness has gone right. in to enable the horse and rider to come back on a third day and, mm. um, and still be able to perform. Right. The roots of the sport is actually in the military. It, uh, it was originally devised to, you know, for, for the cavalry to, mm -hmm. um, as, a tr as training. You right. know, to be able yeah. to be pre prepared for going to war. Mm, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's sort of the roots. It's obviously a lot different modern sport now, mm. but um, still very, very exciting. And, uh, and you've got to have an excellent horse to be able to compete in all three when you think about it. Gosh, I mean, uh, dressage and cross country are so different to have a horse that can do so well in both. And it's just amazing that can relax with you and do what it needs to do for the dressage and then you know, crank yeah. it up and, and go all out over the jumps. Really got to be a really good horse. Yeah, it's got to be a fantastic horse. And a really mm -hmm. good rider and a lot of work. Yeah. Absolutely. A lot of work that goes into all the different parts. Now you've been incredibly successful um, between your medals, of course the Olympics, a really big deal. 
um, coaching, coaching the Canadian team, uh, coaching kids, uh, instructing and all of that. What do you attribute all of your success to? You've just really had an amazing career and, and much more to come, I'm sure. Um, well, I, I, I suppose, you know, look, I've had incredible drive and passion to, to, to do what, what we do um, or do what I've done. But really, when it comes down to it, you know, I've just never stopped working. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, yeah. it's uh, yeah. it, it is it is a hard it, it's a hard life, you know. And I don't um, don't envy really any of these younger riders that are entering into this sport. It's it's expensive, uh, it you know, for for all the exciting exciting, you know, um, you know, for all that you get out of it. It's probably not expensive, but the reality is, you know, horses cost a lot of money, right. and uh, it's hard to get a step in. Right. You know, mm -hmm. it, it does become tough to get a, a step in. Um, in you know, I spent twenty years in in the UK, and there really is a there really is a, an owner culture there. You know, where um, individuals will. Uh, get involved, support a young rider or, or you know, or an old rider for that, that matter, <laughs> but, uh, and horses and stuff like that. And, and they get, they become part of it. So because they're owning a share of the horse or they're owning the horse, they get to get involved, come to the events. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, my, going back to Ben a long time, we bought him as a five-year-old, the people, uh, I actually taught in Hong Kong, but they just wanted to be inter have a part of the sport. You know, we never bought um, uh, educated up up level upper level right. horses. We always bought you know young horses, and, and they really on, they yeah. actually really got more out of the the development of of the horses. You know, seeing how they were as young ones, mm -hmm. seeing how we yeah. got to the first uh, level, and you know, eventually. Amazingly, they ended up getting a horse to the Olympic Games, right. but it was really that development and and being with them the ups and downs. You know, going through the injuries. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean that sounds like a real down. It is, but you you've got the highs of going to exactly. world championships and all that sort of thing, and the lows of, you know, the horses out in the field for for six months because they've got an injury. Yeah. You know, yeah. and. Uh, um, yeah, well, I'm just lucky that uh, in equestrian sports you can go on into your 50s and 60s now. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, there is longevity because, right. uh, you know, you just can get a younger horse, you know, yeah. and get, get, yeah, exactly. get some fresh legs under exactly. you. Exactly. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about the Ocala Jockey Club and about the international three-day event, November 15th to 18th. Uh, pretty excited about that. Having that here again this year, having the CCI three-star, uh, exciting stuff. Yeah, well, I was thinking about it the other day. You know, my biggest disappointment about the uh, jockey club is that I'm not about allowed oh. to ride. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, that's terrible. No, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm the course designer now for, um, uh -huh. for all three phases with uh, Mikey S overseeing, overseeing the uh, upper levels. But... Um, and he's actually the head of, um, former head of British eventing and uh, Olympic course designer. Right? That's right. Gatherington's hugely yeah. experienced and uh, has a fantastic feel for designing the course. And he's he's been my mentor through through that as well. Um, but uh, yeah, so um, the the Jockey Club is an amazing phenomenal, amazing venue. Uh, 
and you know you've seen me down at the CP preaching to mm -hmm. everyone that um, it's a very important event for Ocala. It really is. It, the timing couldn't be better in November. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's really helped, uh, I think, everyone's business here in Ocala because it's bringing those uh, eventing people down, right. which originally when I came was in, starting in mid of, middle of January. Now people are now coming. They're coming yep. in October. Yeah, I know. And I then this year, this year, in addition to the Jockey, jockey Club, um, we've got the Grand Oaks having a, a big event for yeah, the lower levels the following right. week. Oh, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, down, uh, down in Wearsdale. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, it's, we're dragging all the, uh, all the northerners down a, a lot earlier to, to Ocala, which is great. But I think also going forward, this event at that time of the year is, is going to start bringing the Europeans over, oh, you know, indeed. because... Um, I mean, you've got a few converts here, you know, Leslie Law, yes, um, right. Joe Meyer. He's, he's my neighbour. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's my neighbour. Uh, yeah. um, Liz Halliday-Sharp. Liz Halliday, love you her, know, she's great. Yeah. People that have come from Europe, competed mm -hmm. at the top level, now realising that through, certainly through that winter time, this is the place to be as far as eventing is mm -hmm. concerned. Really and I is. think that's just going to grow and grow and grow. And now that we have that uh, jockey club and likes of grandos all, all happening towards the end of the year there's a good so reason good to bring them oh, when the, as soon as the european circuit finishes which is october mm -hmm. right there's there's a chance oh, to that's continue cool. yeah, and, yeah well, none uh, of us want to event in that weather <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i know i used to fox hunt say, in november say. and it was like frozen <laughs> fingertips you know it was ghastly so, it, yeah, it's a lovely place to be in November and come and do some eventing. So it's fantastic, really. Absolutely. Uh, incredible yep. event. The, the, fo the footing out there is just amazing. The course, incredible. The Superbly designed course. Oh, superbly yeah. designed, <laughs> I might say. And listen, my mum and dad, they didn't come last year because my, my dad had some health issues, but they came the year before. And my mum said, this is the closest thing to being in England. I used to do eventing when I was a little girl, and it's the closest thing to anything that is like, you know, an, yeah. an English. And she said she felt like we could hear Spencer, you know, with his British accent <laughs> over the over the intercom. It's like you just felt like you were just transplanted to England for yeah. the, you know, for the weekend. So it really is an incredible event. Um, I want to just jump over really quick. I know you brought um, with you this Brook USA and you are a new ambassador. Yeah, I just wanted to mention, um, you know, for a long time I've been wanting to be involved with a charity. And uh, um, the Brook USA is uh, is something that's um, you know I got introduced to, and we had a great meeting um, out at the Jockey Club uh, a couple of days ago, and uh, yeah, they've brought me in as uh, one of their new ambassadors um, for Brook USA. Brook uh, USA is all all about. Um, you know, creating, uh, transforming the lives of, of vulnerable working equines, uh, equines you know, all around, the, all around the world. Um, donkeys and horses, okay. mules, um, you know, that have a, a pretty tough life working. And um, so, uh, but by, by helping, uh, you know, um, helping these animals and helping <coughs> their suffering, fixing the, any, any problems that they have, um, we're actually, it, it's a, about 
providing the working people that are behind that um, that need these animals for their uh, livelihood, it's about helping them as as well. So, yeah, when uh, when I got in told mines or on the farms yeah. or. Um, yeah, taking things to market. Absolutely. And, uh, some of the pictures they, they shared with us were heartbreaking to see these animals overloaded uh -huh. um, because it's how they survive. Right. The people right. survive, you know, and so they overload the animal and then the animal's crippled or hurt and they don't understand that there's other ways they can, right. you know, they can do things. So just teaching them, you know, farrier work and right. deworming protocol and, and medical and health and food and rest, letting the animal have a rest so mm -hmm. that it can complete its job. And just uh, amazing met Emily and got a chance to talk to her and, and uh, hear a lot about uh, Brook USA. So, and it is actually the official uh, charity of the World Equestrian Games also. So. Uh, they will be there as well, and uh, definitely Google that. and And Clayton is a new ambassador for them. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm excited about that. I think at the up at uh, up at WEG, I'm giving a little talk, uh, giving a, an analysis of the of the eventing again, mm -hmm. um, trying to predict who's going to be the winner. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's going to be interesting. And um, also, uh, I think they've got in line. I don't know if they've um, cleared it with the, all the officials and everything, but. Um, po the possibility of some of their, um, you know, some of their donors uh, walking the course with me, so getting oh, yeah. getting a, a real insight into seeing the course. So yeah, um, lovely. Oh, that's that's absolutely great fantastic. charity, and uh, urge everyone to to help to help. It certainly is. Yes, <coughs> and really quick in just this last few minutes, I got two really really uh, short questions for you. Most riveting moment in your career, and top of your bucket list now. <laughs> Ah, oh, gee, you know, look, I've had um, so many, so many uh, great experiences. Um, top of my bucket list now is to to go again. Really, uh, I've spent, you, you know, I, I originally came over to train the Canadian team. I can train them up to Rio, and then when it came down to deciding whether I continued with that. Um, you know, in my heart of hearts, I really felt that I still had the competitiveness in, my, in me. And I wanted to, wanted to rejuvenate that and have another go at a third Olympics, try to get my hat trick. <laughs> uh, and um, yeah, I think you always feel with a silver medal that, uh, that there's something, <laughs> something more that you could have done and um, so, yeah, I suppose that's still my bucket list. Tokyo going Olympics. Going for the gold. Yeah. We'll paint yeah. everything <coughs> in the colour gold for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we will. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I suppose that's just the way I think. that You know, I, I don't really dwell too much on... on I mean, I, it's nice to talk about with friends that, you know, what, what happened mm -hmm. in the past and, and highlights and things, but I don't spend my life riding around think you know right. reliving those those moments um, you know I'm a little bit more thinking forward for all the, the time yeah yeah, yeah. Next, so yeah. Um, but it was a, a you know everything everything I've in, in, any competition that I've, I've competed in is is always a highlight you know mm. it, it, it really is and and uh, it's, it's I just love this sport so much um, you can tell it's your passion and your heart yeah it? and and whether it's 
taking a young horse to their first right. event. I've actually today, after this, I'm going mm -hmm. off to the pop uh, pop schooling show just at, mm. at the Florida Horse Park. Good um, you. My awesome. daughter Ellie, who's 14, she's well 15 this year, growing up way too fast, but uh, she's over with me at the moment from the UK, yeah. and I've put her on a horse. She's gonna she's gonna be oh, jumping out there. Awesome. This awesome. That is yeah, so um, yeah, it's great. Young 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 horse, young rider, and a new sort of beginning really. So it's fantastic. Yeah. Clayton Fredericks, uh, silver medalist. You know, we're the horse capital of the world because we have so many horses and so many breeds, but you know what makes us really special is we have like the coolest, most famous and best equestrians right here. <laughs> so uh, we're really glad we have Clayton Fredericks. And before we break, oh, yes. um, Nigel from New Horizon Insurance Solution gave me four of these. I tried to save two for Clayton because but he's you Australian, so he, he has to know what a crunchy is. Yeah. But I managed to get here with one, and you better take it very quickly, Clayton. <laughs> Please note I'll be handing this to my daughter because okay. it's not on my diet. <laughs> oh, no. Well, hopefully she'll be pleased to see it. Crunchy, amazing British chocolate. Mm, and I really should, uh, before we go, I really yes. just have to say a good shout-out to Seminole Feed. Because, oh, yes. Um, Thank you. They, yes. are the, they are the guys that... They're the best, uh, yeah. That are, are powering my team of horses. They are right. And um, made right here. I know they're responsible. They make here, a million. Right? I think they make a million bags a year of feed, if I'm right. Angie, you can text me if I'm wrong, but I think <laughs> that's right. Um, but that, yes, yeah, Seminole feed, amazing, uh, and your horses look incredible on it. Very fit. Yeah, I, very I'm healthy. super happy with it. With it, it's so super fresh because we're getting it straight from the the right. mill here. But um, yeah, I couldn't be happier with a with a feed company. I mean, there's lots of other sponsors sponsors that I have but um, you know they they really are the the backbone of, of our team. Isn't it so. lovely knowing a feed is safe you know where it was made and yeah, it's no, fantastic it's and you know what your horses look like on it so it's wonderful. I Clayton. know those guys are listening today say hi. I said hi. <laughs> Good morning Seven on Feed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Clayton Fredericks our silver medalist and Ocala resident very proud to have him here wish him all the uh, very best in the future and uh, want to come out to the farm and get some really good footage with John Thorman and Cody and board the camera here and we'll get some uh, some great stuff and get that retired uh, <laughs> champion out there too so fantastic thank you Clayton so much no problem we really great appreciate to, great to Enjoy be here thanks for having me and with your uh, daughter. hopefully we some of those guys that aren't uh, <laughs> ha haven't um, been in our sport so much hopefully they get out to the Ocala Jockey Club and some yes. of the other events yeah. and November. start uh, start getting involved in the best sport in the world in the in the in the best uh, place in the exactly. world for horses. So. That's it really exactly. is. Yeah. Fantastic. Thank you, Clayton, very much. We'll be back in just a few minutes on the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson and Smithy. Quine Hospital, stay with us. Equine Veterinary Hospital, the leading thoroughbred horse farms of Marion County, Florida Trust. Trust Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital, serving Ocala, Florida since 1981. Peterson and Smith provides state-of-the-art and leading veterinary care to meet every horse owner's needs, whether it's one horse or hundreds. We specialize in sports medicine, surgery, reproduction, and general medicine, and have the largest ambulatory fleet in the southeastern United States. The most successful thoroughbred farms in Marion County trust Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Shouldn't you? Visit us at petersonsmith.com. 
Are you looking for an affordable supplement company? Then DAC has you covered. Since 1983, we have made your horse's health our number one priority. With our NAS sale of approval, our guaranteed analysis, we have what you need from our new product, Cool Gut, for gastrointestinal support, weight gain, hair coat, joint, calming, and much, much more. Doesn't your horse deserve the best? The proof is in the results. DAC Vitamins and Minerals, it makes a world of difference. Visit FeedDAC.com. This is Brian Cox with New Millennium Realty, your local real estate professional selling residential homes and horse farms throughout Marion County and Central Florida. Are you in the market for an immaculate mini farm? We have an 11.6 acre farm with 12 stalls, covered round pin, beautiful paddocks, and completely updated home. Contact Louisa Barton for info or to set up a private showing. Let our team help you find the next farm for you and your horses. New Millennium Realty, the future of real estate. Seminole Feed is a family-owned company always striving to exceed your expectations with our dedication to customer service since 1934. Seminole is one of the few companies today manufacturing fixed formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring of our production process to keep our nutrition safe for your horse. Using only quality ingredients and superior formulas made in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill right here in Ocala. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best equine. Hi, I'm Don Emrick, CEO of All In Removal. All In is a leader in both manure removal and shavings deliveries here in the horse capital of the world. We offer hands down the best service along with the lowest prices of anyone. Now, please don't take my word for it. Put us to the test. I'm so confident that we can save you money compared to any competing service that I will personally guarantee it. If we can't save you money, I'll give you a gift card for dinner at a restaurant of your choice. Call us today and experience the All In difference. Whether in the arena or on the trails, Ovation helmets are designed to keep you cool and comfortable. Choose from styles like the Sync, the Deluxe, the Protégé, the Eclipse, the Quantum, and more. Styles with removable liners and reinforced ventilation panels for hot Florida summers. For the lightest and most comfortable helmets on the market today, check out Ovation helmets at EnglishRidingSupply.com or get fitted for your perfect new helmet at Tack Shack of Ocala. It's hot out there, so come on in and chill out at Tack Shack of Ocala. For every $50 you spend, receive $10 in Tack Shack store bucks. So beat the heat with one-stop shopping. Horsey or not, and earn $10 for every $50 you spend from now until August 25th. So come on in, cool off, and shop at your favorite and newly remodeled dog-friendly tax store. Tax Shack of Ocala, where the champions shop. Tax Shack of Ocala, the horse lover's New Horizon Insurance Solutions provides first-class customer service and ethical solutions based on over 30 years of knowledge and experience in the risk management and self-funded community. New Horizon Insurance Solutions guides clients to the best, most proven companies and individuals that assure you reach your desired goals. Services include equine and bloodstock, farm and ranch insurance, consulting and workers' compensation. Contact Nigel at nigelwarbank at gmail.com for more. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. talk show presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital Broadcasting from the horse capital of the world, Ocala, Marion County, Florida. I'm your host, Louisa Barton, co-hosting with me this morning, Squeak Larkins. Good morning. Our PhD. And we also have Laura Watson from Hey Relax. 
I need people to tell me that more often. <laughs> and joining us now by phone, we have Dr. Hannah Cooper from Peterson and Smith. Good morning, Dr. Cooper. Okay. Hopefully we have. Good morning. Yeah. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys today? Welcome to the show. Good. It's lovely to have you with us this morning. Uh, we are going to talk about rhodococcus this morning. Um, if you can start off, Dr. Cooper, um, by giving us a definition of exactly what that means. So, rhodococcus is the most serious cause of pneumonia in foals that are aged one to four months old. It's a bacteria that's found in the soil and is acquired by inhalation of infected particles. Um, once a foal is infected, the manure from the infected foal is a major source of the bacteria that contaminates the environment. Wow. Now, what about um, clinical signs? What are the first things that you're going to see? So it's a slowly progressive infection, and clinical signs can be difficult to detect until there is a critical lung infection present. Initially, foals are lethargic, have fevers, and increased heart rates. As infection progresses, there will be increased respiratory effort with nostril flaring. They can also have nasal discharge and cough. It's this is typically when owners first notice something is wrong and will call their veterinarian. Some and what about the incubation period, Dr. Cooper? Um, incubation period is actually unknown out in the field, as it likely varies depending on the immune status of the foal, its age, and the amount of bacteria present in the environment. So that could vary. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense, obviously, yeah. A, a horse with may a, a foal with maybe a stronger immune system right. might be different. Um, what about transmission? So it's acquired from the environment when they inhale infected particles. So it's a respiratory, it's inhaled. So that make, makes it even, yeah. even easier probably to pass uh, from one to another. Um, treatment uh, for a foal at a very young age, obviously um, between one and four months, um, what kind of treatments are available? So treatment is a combination of two antibiotics, that is erythromycin and rifampin, which work synergistically together. It's usually given for three to eight weeks, um, and additional supportive care is needed, needed such as keeping them in a dust-free environment, IV fluids, anemone to manage the fevers. Um, they may need oxygen therapy depending on the severity of their signs. And anti-ulcer therapy is also recommended because they'll be under high amounts of stress. And is the um, is the prognosis for um, for these foals is it is there a good rate of survival? Is it? I imagine at that age it must be very challenging for their lungs that are so young and and struggling uh, with this kind of a, a you know sickness. What is the likelihood of survival? With the appropriate treatment, there is a very good survival rate of 70 to 90 percent. Without treatment, though, it is about an 80 percent chance of death. Wow. So really catching it very early uh, is very, very important, I would imagine. Um, any, yes. any signs or symptoms, you would not want to hesitate to get the veterinarian out right away. Uh, exactly. what, ab what about vaccination options? Are there any options? There is no vaccine, unfortunately, um, but on farms that are known to be endemic with rhodococcus in the soil, um, you can give hyperimmune plasma to reduce the incidence and severity of infection in the bowl. 
Interesting. So that's something that you would have to be aware that had been on your farm. Right. Um, you yeah. might move on to a new farm and not even know that right. any. How long would that survive for? Would that be a, in the environment for a long time? Yes, it tends to stay in the environment for a long time. And the more folds that get infected, the more virulent bacteria are in the environment. So it's a perpetuating cycle, unfortunately. Right. Yes. Definitely. So importance of early detection, we already mentioned getting the veterinarian out there as soon as there is e any, any signs. Um, what about biosecurity and isolation time period? How long should a foal uh, be isolated from the rest of the foals? So it is important to isolate the foal from the other foals so that the manure isn't contaminating the environment that the other foals are in further. Um, as far as racially isolation time period, you want to keep them isolated until clinical signs have resolved. Okay. And usually that takes a period of about how long if they're... Okay. Wow. So long, long separation, but right. better to be safe than have any, uh, any uh, other foals sick. Now, what about um, zoonotic potential for people listening this morning that would be passing from animal to human? There is no zoonotic potential, so there is no risk to humans working around holes with rotopockets. Well, that's, that's good news. Good news. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Cooper, is there anything else that um, you want to add or uh, any questions uh, you have? No, no, mostly uh, uh, what you covered, you know, a lot about what w we would need for most everybody to know is that it, the way that it's passed on and that there are places that are already, you know, bound to have had it and that could be a problem yeah yeah so just watching yeah. out for the, the right. symptoms and being really aware of especially if you're in a new environment if you've yeah. moved into a new area new farm and you are um, you know breeding operation then yeah. uh, I think you, even more concern you know to look out for those kind of clinical signs yeah. that you know and knowing the history of your farm that you're moving right. on to if you're renting or buying um, knowing the history you know, of, of who's been there and, and is, right. is great uh, when you're moving horses onto the property, uh, but definitely watching out for any signs at all. Uh, Dr. Cooper, I want to thank you very much for being with us this morning for the Horse Talk Show. Thank you for joining you're us. Welcome. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So just before Dr. Cooper yeah. came on, we were just talking, unfortunately, you did yeah. lose, yeah. Uh, very sadly, lost a foal to that. And so. right at four months, that's yeah. a shame. Yeah. That's a shame. I mean, yeah. And I didn't and know I've that the farm where she came from uh, had a history of it. Oh, dear. Yeah, the, that lethargy is one of the things that you mm -hmm. first notice. Yeah. I've, no, I've had, a, I had it before, too, but, of course, I treated with oxygen and... Well, and she mentioned that, right. which, which mm -hmm. makes sense if it's a respiratory, yeah. you know, situation. That certainly makes sense that yeah. that would support the antibiotic right. uh, regime that you're going to give them for, you know, just for extra uh, extra support. Yeah. So that makes total sense. But it sounds like if it's caught very very early and treated yeah, immediately, you've got to be aggressive with treatment and stuff like that. And isolation's obviously really, right. really Very key. important. Yeah. Important to not pass it on to. But you know, that really is a good point. Yeah. You, know, um, you know, we've been, uh, Brian and I from New Millennium Realty have been showing farms in the last couple of weeks on the weekends, you know, and it's something really to think about as mm -hmm. far as, you know, as, as one of the farms that we looked at, absolutely gorgeous on the Greenway, is um, uh, 
a very new farm. It's only really had, I think, one horse on it, you know, and, mm -hmm. uh, and, and obviously has not had a, a numerous, mm -hmm. you know, herds of animals on it. But, you know, if, I think if you're buying a farm, that's a really good thing to ask your realtor. Yeah. You know, do you know yeah. the history? Do you know who's owned it? Do you know who the last person was here? Were they a breeding farm? Mm -hmm. Especially if you're considering that. Right. you know as, a, as an option is finding out the right. history it, it, of you know and but a lot of those things even on that you know it, it's back to just like even with the streptococcus with the strangles or the rotococcus it, you know but those are all the pretty much the same way that they get them but you know it's just again learning what we just did with dr cooper mm -hmm. is to learn you know what to do when it comes up and you know it's kind of like having, having... And you can't be too careful. Call it, the this bet, is even Florida. We, have, we right. grow anything. And we, we, <laughs> and we have non-sweaters. We have anhydrosis. And, you know, it's learning to cope with uh, what you have to do with it. So. Yeah, we don't have snow in the winter, though. So, no. You know, just, no, but we have a we lot have of other stuff. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Yeah. Uh, before we go uh, and close out this hour, there's a couple things I want to, uh, I want to talk about. The first thing I want to do is our Tailspin Trivia for our Tailspin bracelet, which I'm going to share Jane Mabe's post later oh, on today. Yeah, um, she, hers is beautiful, absolutely gorgeous. She lost a horse um, that she was very, very attached to. I saw the picture, gorgeous uh, Palomino, beautiful. Oh, I used to and, work on him. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah, yes. his sweetheart. So she had a bracelet made, oh. and she was one of our winners. So we're going to do our trivia. Um, you got to text in which Olympic Games did Clayton Fredericks compete uh, in? And he mentioned it today. Yeah. And there's more than one that he competed in. <laughs> yeah. And which one did he win his silver? Yeah. And you got to text it in, 352-304-1408. That's 352-304-1408 for the Olympic Games that Clayton Fredericks competed in. And which one did he win the silver in? And you could win a $140 tailspin bracelet made of your horse's hair. That's beautiful awesome. engraved little pendant. Yeah. And you could be like Jane and be showing it off. Right. Uh, and it's good for, even if you still have the horse. Mm -hmm. It's a lovely keepsake. Right. If it's a, sadly a horse that you've lost, then it's a, a wonderful way to have a constant reminder. So thank you to Tailspin. Right. And also there is a 15% discount if you order anything else, if you use the promo code Horse Talk Show. Mm -hmm. And lastly, it's Helmet Awareness Day. Ah. Ah, yeah. Listen, I fell on it too many times. <laughs> if all of you, my friends, didn't know that by now. I hit too many jumps <laughs> in my life, and helmets were not the way they are now, by yeah, the way. Yeah, they slipped and yeah. Anyway, you need a 1K or you <laughs> need an ovation, Tax Shack has them on sale today. So make right. sure you get down there. I think it's 20% off and uh, cover this <laughs> so you don't end up with problems later on. We've got to close out this hour. We're going to come back with another hour of the Horse Talk Show. We're going to talk to Laurel from Hey Relax. Yeah. Stay with us, and we'll be back in just a few minutes. Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital has served Marion County since 1981. Peterson and Smith can meet all your needs with services in surgery, medicine, ambulatory, sports medicine, reproduction, and doctors on call 24-7 for emergencies. Call 352-237-6151. That's 352-237-6151. A proud partner with Horse Talk. Opinions of Horse Talk and its guests are not necessarily those of Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. 
Are you looking for an affordable supplement company? Then DAC has you covered. Since 1983, we have made your horse's health our number one priority. With our NAS sale of approval, our guaranteed analysis, we have what you need from our new product, Cool Gut, for gastrointestinal support, weight gain, hair coat, joint, calming, and much, much more. Doesn't your horse deserve the best? The proof is in the results. DAC vitamins and minerals, it makes a world of difference. Visit FeedDAC.com. This is Brian Cox with New Millennium Realty, your local real estate professional selling residential homes and horse farms throughout Marion County and Central Florida. Are you in the market for an immaculate mini farm? We have an 11.6 acre farm with 12 stalls, covered round pin, beautiful paddocks, and completely updated home. Contact Louisa Barton for info or to set up a private showing. Let our team help you find the next farm for you and your horses. New Millennium Realty, the future of real estate. Seminole Feed is a family-owned company always striving to exceed your expectations with our dedication to customer service since 1934. Seminole is one of the few companies today manufacturing fixed formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring of our production process to keep our nutrition safe for your horse. Using only quality ingredients and superior formulas made in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill right here in Ocala. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best equine. Hi, I'm Don Emmerich, CEO of All In Removal. All In is a leader in both manure removal and shavings deliveries here in the horse capital of the world. We offer hands down the best service along with the lowest prices of anyone. Now, please don't take my word for it. Put us to the test. I'm so confident that we can save you money compared to any competing service that I will personally guarantee it. If we can't save you money, I'll give you a gift card for dinner at a restaurant of your choice. Call us today and experience the all-in difference. Whether in the arena or on the trails, Ovation helmets are designed to keep you cool and comfortable. Choose from styles like the Sync, the Deluxe, the Protégé, the Eclipse, the Quantum, and more. Styles with removable liners and reinforced ventilation panels for hot Florida summers. For the lightest and most comfortable helmets on the market today, check out Ovation Helmets at EnglishRidingSupply.com or get fitted for your perfect new helmet at Tack Shack of Ocala. It's hot out there, so come on in and chill out at Tack Shack of Ocala. For every $50 you spend, receive $10 in Tack Shack store bucks. So beat the heat with one-stop shopping, horsey or not, and earn $10 for every $50 you spend from now until August 25th. So come on in, cool off, and shop at your favorite and newly remodeled dog-friendly tax store. Tax Shack of Ocala, where the champions shop. Tax Shack of Ocala, the horse lover's New Horizon Insurance Solutions provides first-class customer service and ethical solutions based on over 30 years of knowledge and experience in the risk management and self-funded community. New Horizon Insurance Solutions guides clients to the best, most proven companies and individuals that assure you reach your desired goals. Services include equine and bloodstock, farm and ranch insurance, consulting and workers' compensation. Contact Nigel at nigelwarbank at gmail.com. Presented by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore. With True Price from True Car, now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. The Buffalo News reports that Bills quarterback A.J. McCarron suffered a hairline fracture to his right collarbone in Friday's preseason game against Cleveland. First-round pick Josh Allen replaced McCarron and completed 9 of 13 for 60 yards with a touchdown pass on three series. 
Baseball Friday night, Matt Olson led off the bottom of the 10th inning with a home run to give the A's a 4-3 victory over the Astros to put Oakland one game behind first place Houston in the AL West. Manny Machado hit two of the Dodgers' five home runs in their 11-1 victory at Seattle. I'm Isaac Lowenkron. We are the GOAT FM is WMOP Ocala, W261BA, WGGG Gainesville, and W221DX. <laughs> the GOAT FM. Welcome to the Horse Talk Show on Florida Sports Talk Radio. You never heard of a talking horse? With your host, Louisa Barton. I want to be a famous rider. I should like to race. Presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Truth is, I help horses with people problems. Now here's the Brit on the bit, Louisa Barton. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show presented by Palm Chevrolet. This hour, your hometown Chevy experience. I'm your host, Louisa Barton. Co-hosting with me today, our PhD, Squeak Larkins. Good morning. And we have a special guest in the studio with us this morning, Laurel Watson from Hey Relax. Hey, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome to have her here with us this morning. And uh, I'm, I'm getting ready for my massage. <laughs> You Laurel, tell us a little bit about you. What's your background? So my background is um, I started out as an inventing writer. Um, I wasn't as brave <laughs> as Clayton. <laughs> as Clayton. Who is? Yeah. <laughs> so then I went to Hunter Jumpers, and, and now I do mostly dressage, um, adult amateur stuff. And um, had a horse that was injured, and after injury, he just wasn't feeling the same. And on the advice of my trainer at the time, the late Mark Russell, introduced me to the Masterson method, which I, you know, I bought a book and yeah. over yes. the weekend, yeah, we'll you know, I got really great oh, yeah. results. Okay. And yeah. so um, that started about four years ago and I took some classes and ended up getting certified. So now now she makes horses slobber and right. drool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what I do for a living now. Yeah. <laughs> and for those people who don't know about horse um, body language, because we do have some people I know that aren't horse people. So there are things that horses do when they feel good. Um, sometimes they yawn, they yeah. sometimes yeah. they just stretch out their neck a little bit towards the ground, sometimes <laughs> the mouth hangs all out like <laughs> open, like tongue <laughs> out and everything. Yeah. Um, sometimes they chew, yeah. chewing is a, a really good sign that a horse is responding well and, um, and, and feeling good. Mm -hmm. um, that's really when you see a horse, even when you're doing some ho just basic okay. horsemanship yeah. on the ground with them mm -hmm. and they get it, even like something in the round pen you'll see that, that chewing start going on. You're like, yeah, he yeah, gets it. Exactly. Either that or he knows I know. That means he gets it and I'm going to be done. <laughs> <laughs> End on a good note. Oh, he's chewing. That's he's it. chewing, that's it. <laughs> time to go and <laughs> rest. <laughs> Bath time. Um, but there are some really neat body languages that horses have that you can tell whether they're responding and, and all of those things. So it's really a good thing for a massage therapist, somebody who does body work on a horse, because they can go, hey, yeah. look, he likes it. This right. is good. And who doesn't like a massage? Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's talk about chronic pain cycle to start with. So, yeah, well, I usually tell my clients about chronic pain, um, and it's not something that we think about with an injury per se, but maybe just something that happens during regular training or because our horses 
have us on top of them, mm. and we might have a little imbalance, mm -hmm. right? And so then the horse has to adjust to accommodate. And we might have a big butt. And so they adjust their body. Um, they get a little bit of um, pain with that. You know, maybe, you know, we're not talking about complete injuries or anything right. like just you know I, I'm just regulate some pain yeah, right. exactly right. so then they're going to start to compensate for that um, the muscles going to get tense the blood flow is going to stop you know be constricted and then it's just going to go in a big cycle so mm -hmm. they're going to compensate even a little bit more next time and a more and more and so what what I try to do is help the horses is alleviate that tension so that I can stop that pain cycle like that. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, let's go back to the Masterson method. Um, can you tell us a little bit about how this works? Um, so Jim Masterson, he was a um, massage therapist for the U.S. Um, Olympic endurance team for quite a long time. He's wow. worked with a lot of endurance like, horses. Right. Yeah, a lot of right. massage. <laughs> yes, they do. Yeah, they they work a lot. And um, he actually started out as a groom mm. and watched all the horses that he worked at, the barns he worked at, um, and then started learning more and more about equine body work and put together a, um, a method that he calls, obviously, the, the Masterson method of how to work the whole horse and do some techniques on the horse to alleviate any tension in the horse. Mm -hmm. And so um, it, it's helpful for all types of horses, whether it's a backyard horse, whether, you know, after a hurricane, I had a right. lot of people Going after back. the hurricane, yeah, you know, all those you horses yeah, out there were like racing. Very yeah. tense, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, all the way up to, you know, a Clayton horse who's, mm -hmm. and, you know, doing competing a lot of training. At high level. Yeah. 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 I would think eventing horses and endurance horses oh, would absolutely. be absolutely mm -hmm. yeah. candidates yeah. For, for that. Yep. Now, how long does it take to generally to do a massage and when you do a massage on a horse for the first time do you take a little bit longer than you might if you were you know regularly seeing them yeah so um, typically it it takes me like one and a half to two hours depending on the horse um, we like to you know go at horse time and not kind yeah. of rush through it right and, right. and listen to so what he accepts saying. it well yeah exactly so um, and so I try to get through all the techniques so I can get an idea of where he's being restricted, where his range of motion right. is a little bit less or more on each side, that kind of thing. So, and then once I've been through and worked on a horse a couple yeah. times, like you, you know what they're going yeah. through unless they've had like a, a you know a saddle change right, or, or change major injury of some yeah. kind. Yeah. Now is that something that you ask a client about? Tack. I mean, if you notice a horse seems to be maybe a little bit sore. Um, you know, under the under a certain point of the saddle, like you know, maybe it's under the cantle. If it's in the saddle, maybe it's under the pommel. Or maybe it's up, you know, even further up the withers. Is it in the shoulder? You know, do you ask about tack? Because something could be pinching. Oh, absolutely, yeah. So when when I find stuff, you know, I let the, ho the horse owner obviously know what mm -hmm. I found, um, where the restrictions are, where they they don't have as much range of motion. Um, and then we just discuss what's been going what on options? with the horse, yeah. right? You know, have you changed your saddle? You know, have mm -hmm. you been to a horse show recently? Yeah, to you know? give you a reason, exactly. yeah. yeah. But uh, now, in, in some cases, um, the, I'm sure that you've run into this, as I have, that you go there and they won't tell you anything on purpose yeah. because they want to right. see if you know what you know. If you know anything. Exactly. They want to see if you know anything. And so what's really cool, and I'm sure it happens with you, is almost it, it, when you 
when you've done this and you know what you're feeling for, then you can actually even tell them, well, this, he's probably not, he's not doing this for you and he's not doing, and they go, well, yeah. And then that'll start to open yeah, up and yeah, tell you yeah. what's going on. Yeah, that's kind of like, cool. Yeah, that's yeah. neat. Yeah, yeah it is. Because yeah. the horse will tell you a lot. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they tell you a yeah. whole lot. Well, yeah. and, and, and the beauty of what Jim teaches us is he really teaches us to focus on the body language. Mm -hmm. um, because horses can be really stoic. You know, oh, there's some very, houses yeah. out there that won't show there, anything. Yeah. And so and we then try you, to be as light as we can so mm -hmm. that they can tell us. Right. That's true. Yeah, and right. you do. They're stoic, and then you have some that are kind of weenies. Oh, too. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you got some of those. Oh, yeah. There is absolutely no doubt. I, I have seriously had, I, I have two, like, horses I've had for, you know, quite some time. Right. One I've had for 25 years, and um, since I was two. Um, and um, uh, <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, enough. Um, so, but you know, when, when you, you're in an environment, at one time I was, you know, I had some thoroughbreds that weren't even mine that came in from Louisiana and mm -hmm. some of them were weanlings. And mm -hmm. I mean, I didn't know that, you know, those, those animals like I know mine. Right. So you really have got to pay attention. So, I mean, for you, when you go and see a new, new patient for the first time, that's just right. the same as me having a bunch of horses come in. I don't know. You don't know. So yeah, exactly. mm -hmm. if the person isn't going to tell you very right. much. Right. Yep. You've really got you to use a lot of You have to be a, a good listener to yeah. do this yeah, to really the horse. Do. yeah. And, and seeing what the horse will share with you, Absolutely. which they will. It's yeah. amazing what they'll tell yeah. you when you, you know. But I have had, I have been around, not my two stoic boys, but I've been around horses that <laughs> literally you would think the world had come to oh, an yeah. end. I know. You know? <laughs> I know. Uh, and, and then there's, they're just like people. Some people just like exactly. really no problem and other people get their knickers mm -hmm. in a twist like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> so, and there are horses like that for yeah, sure. There so, are. so it really must be really hard. I always said I think it'd be much more difficult to be a veterinarian than a doctor because a doctor says, where do you hurt? Yes. Yeah. And you go, okay, right here. Yeah. You know? But with a, with a horse, you've just got to have so much. Same yeah. with a dog. You've yeah. got to know so much more yeah. about reading right. the body. Reading you do the body about language. reading the, yes, So it is you super do. important. Yeah. yeah. But I think it's really cool that they do things that we know are a sign they like it. Yeah. You know? Right. I mean, I mean, I love to see my 32-year-old slobber and chew yeah. and <laughs> drool and all that yeah. good stuff. Let's talk about the bladder meridian technique. Can you explain that? Okay. Yeah, so this is one of the techniques that, um, you know, Jim teaches first, and we just teach everybody, and everybody can do it. And um, I don't know if I have a picture here real quick. We'll just take a picture of this horse right here. Um, the bladder meridian is just um, one of the energy meridians in Chinese medicine, and it goes from the pole all the way down. Pole is top of the head, by the way, the head, yep. for non-horse mm -hmm. people. All the way down to the hoof. Mm -hmm. And so... Um, an easy thing to start with, if you want to start with Masterson Method, is just take um, your finger, and it's not a lot of pressure. Like, I'm going to start like that. It's just barely touching mm -hmm. your skin. And I'm just going to go, and I'm going to look at the horse's eye, and if the horse blinks, I'm just going to hold my, my finger there, or, or I can cut my hand and hold it there. Yeah. And just wait for them to show, like, a lick and a chew, or, uh -huh. you know, sometimes they'll yawn right, right away, but exactly. sometimes they don't. But sometimes they'll just visit fidget or, you know, switch their, their mm -hmm. weight in their hips, that kind of thing. And you do that on both sides and you, you know, when they show some sign of release, you just keep moving down. 
and do it all the way mm. and then go to the next side. You know, maybe take 10, 15 minutes before your ride or after your ride is a great time oh, to yeah. do it. Oh, well. yeah. That's a great yeah. idea. That's awesome. And it's very simple to do. Everybody yeah. can do it. It's not oh, like that's you have to spend yeah. a ton of time learning how to do it. Now, is there a fairly big area that that falls within or do you have to know exactly you what that line is? You don't have to know is. where those points are. We're not really actually touching the acupoints. But, um, You're going along that meridian, like yeah. you said, that yeah. whole line. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Just, just tracing that line. Yeah. And it doesn't even matter. You can go anywhere on your horse, really. You know, any you can just kind of mm -hmm. figure out where your horse likes it. You know, mm -hmm. some of them like it on their butt, you know, on their glutes. Some like it on their pecs. Mm -hmm. you know, it just depends on what type of riding you're doing, whatever it is. Whatever they like. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. What about the four R's? Four R's. So this is something that I, not necessarily Masterson related, but something that I kind of teach my students. Um, how to approach training with your horse um, and, and relaxation and getting the most out of your horse. Um, first thing is research. And I call it research just because I can think of another word that mm. began with R, but I just say, you know, take notice of what your horse is doing. So many people out there just don't notice those tiny little, yeah. you know, the blinks of the eyes, the, the whiskers, the, the pursing of the lips, all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. Um, and then you can figure out by doing something like the bladder meridian where to release tension in your horse and just release the tension. Good. And, and so then, that's research and then release. Yep. And then the third one is rebuild. So when you release the tension on a horse, a lot of times horses have tension because they're compensating for a muscle that is weak. Mm -hmm. So you want to rebuild mm -hmm. the strength in that muscle. And then repeat. That's all it is. You just keep going. Do it every Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. That's yeah. amazing. Now, talk to us, uh, give us a few testimonials. I know you must have some people who've just really seen some, some big changes. Yeah, um, well, I have a lot of them. Um, I think the, the testimonials I like hearing are where people say, I have just gotten a much better relationship with my horse after watching you oh, work with yeah. them and after implementing some of these techniques. And so people go out who have had a hard time catching their horse. Uh, and then after like watching me and learning some of the things, if mm -hmm. I've helped them learn it, um, their horse comes to them in the pasture and comes, you know, they don't have to halter them, they just come walking to the barn. So oh. that was, that's a really great one. And she's yeah. like, oh, that's all because of you. And I was like, well, really, it was because of you, but yeah. <laughs> I just Well, you were paying attention, right? Exactly. Right? It's, good when the, it's good when the client right. listens and, yeah. and pays attention yeah. because that'll help and listen. If I was a horse in a field and I saw you coming, yeah. I'd be flat out gallop all the way up to the top of the field. Exactly. Get a massage today. This is yeah. good deal. Uh, exactly. I'd be a very happy horse. Yep. Um, anything else, Laurel, that you want to share with us that um, that you think is important? Anything for our listeners that you you know listen obviously to your horse, pay attention to to body language. Is there anything else? Well, I just think for me, um, one of the big sort of things that I want to get out there is that you know we just assume our horses are going to do something. Um, and that they have to do it and they can do it. But when they say no, it's not necessarily that they're being stubborn or I that they're agree, being, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. um, vindictive. Horses don't have that capability to think like that. It's probably because there's something wrong mm -hmm. or they physically can't do it. And mm -hmm. if we just take a second and say, okay, he's not doing what I ask, why is that? Mm -hmm. And then I think it'll be a better place for us and our horses. Exactly. You know, You're right. Yeah, I mean, there great. are those naughty, stubborn ponies that sometimes just don't want to do. But you're right, there are many, many cases where mm -hmm. a horse is not doing something it's supposed to be doing for a reason. Yeah. Right. And it could be uh, it could be a stoic horse mm -hmm. that maybe is not showing you all the signs, yeah, that, but when you want to take him over the jump or 
you know, whatever it may be that you're, you're trying to accomplish and he doesn't want to do it, there may be a real reason, it may be very uncomfortable. Right. Yeah, and, so and then I don't. Sometimes it doesn't even have to go that far. I think once your horse learns that you listen to what he has to say, they will tell you a lot more. Yeah, they will also do a lot more for you. Right. So I think it's just that's kind of my philosophy. A lot more like, willing. Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. You know, and that's the horse you want, and your eventing horse, right? Yeah. You yeah. want that one. That, and it, you know, and, you like <laughs> and then you know, like you were saying, but and like I said about listening to what your horse is trying to tell you, it's like um, that you know, that part where you said, well, he's not really wanting to do that and not assuming, like I said, that it's just that he, that he's being a brat or something like that. You kind of have, but you have to pay and you have to pay enough attention to be able to decipher mm -hmm. which way he's exactly. going with that. Yeah. And you, and you should know your horse right. enough to know that he's not a brat right. as a whole or, yeah. and if he is, you know that too. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. that's true. Yeah. It really is really important. Yeah. And it does make a big difference. You don't want a thousand or twelve hundred pound animal that you're fighting with because you're not going to win. Right. No, so never. Yeah. Your happy horse is obviously going to be yeah. a lot more willing yeah. to. Mm -hmm. Laurel, tell us how we can find you. You're on Facebook. I'm on Facebook. Hey, Laurel, Laurel Watson. Hey, relax. Heyrelax.com. So, and I oh, am in. Good. Capital of, of the, the world. world. <laughs> <laughs> good job. Good job. <laughs> that was and a good job. And it's like hey, like hey. hey. And the first thing when I saw that, I said, was that's really cool. Yeah, that is. I it's love really it. Cool. Hey, relax. Hey, that's relax. awesome. So, Laurel, I want to thank you very thank much you for being so much with for us. Having me. And I'm going to have some testimonial for you next week because okay. Laurel is going to uh -huh. give Sunny. Uh -huh. A massage. And we're He's 32 yeah, and then we're years of age, yeah. love of my life. Mm -hmm. Had him for almost 25 years. Oh, wow. And um, I don't think he's ever had a massage. Oh, wow. So it's about time. Yeah, I think yeah. he's earned it. Right. So I'm excited to uh, share that with you, get some video of that for you, and uh, tell you how Sunny feels when it's, uh, when it's over. I have a feeling there's going to be some serious slobbering going <laughs> on. Yeah, today, so that'll so. be awesome. <laughs> it's pretty cool. <laughs> Uh, we will be coming right back after this break, and we are going to do uh, As the Barrel Turns, mm -hmm. and uh, Squeak Larkins is going to host that segment for us, and I am going to sit, listen, and learn. <laughs> so we'll be there back we in just a few minutes on the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience, and thanks again, Laura. Thank you. Yeah, we'll be thank right you back. so much. <laughs> Attention, North Central Florida. Palm Chevrolet, the area's number one volume Chevy dealer, is pre-qualifying customers for new cars without using a social security number. That's right. We don't need your social to get you qualified for a new car. Simply log on to palmchevrolet.com, enter your name and address, and instantly get your credit score, interest rate, even your payment on any new Chevy in stock. This will not affect your credit score. Log on to palmchevrolet.com and get pre-qualified now. Or visit Palm Chevrolet, Southwest College Road in Ocala. Find new roads. We're a unique, tough breed. We work long, hard hours making sure your horses are healthy and properly shod. Because, well, we farriers know horses perform better when they're properly shod and healthy. You want quality horse products, supplements, and farrier supplies at affordable prices. And you won't settle for anything less. TT Distributors is dedicated to quality horse products, supplements, and farrier supplies at affordable prices. Racehorse or a pasture pony, TT Distributors has what you need. 7715 West Highway 40, Ocala. 
Do you feel balanced, comfortable, and confident on your horse? Balance relies largely on core strength. The balance rider gets to the core of the core with natural diversity and no predictable pattern of motion with its unique conditioning. Ideal for equestrians from all disciplines. When you improve your balance, core strength, and agility, your horse is happier. Check out the Balance Rider, the ultimate core trainer, on the web at balancerider.com and like us on Facebook now. It's for the horses. Does your business, equestrian event, or horse farm need professional marketing help? If you answered yes, then I invite you to schedule a free one-hour strategy session with me. My name's John Thorman, and I'm the founder and president of Digital Savvy, and we want to be your full-service marketing partner. So whether you need a website, social media marketing, online advertising, or videos and photography to help you sell more products, services, tickets, or sponsorships, we will get it done for you. Visit us online now at digitalsavvy.com. Earth Song Ranch is not just for horses, we're here for your kitty kids and puppy pals too, and for their humans. We carry a line of dehydrated whole foods for dogs and cats and our own line of probiotics and digestive enzymes for them as well. We carry longevity minerals and supplements for humans. We walk our talk and we're all about a more natural approach to health for animals and humans. Visit us at earthsongranch.com or on Facebook, come and like us. The Hilton Garden in downtown Louisville awaits your call. The Breeders' Cup is being held at Churchill Downs this year, and the Hilton Garden in downtown is just minutes away. There is no better place to stay for the richest weekend in horse racing, with all the amenities you need. So book now and use code Ocala for a special horseman's rate for your stay. With all the Ocala connections to the big stakes races, it just makes sense to give Ocala horsemen the welcome they deserve at the Hilton Garden in downtown Louisville. Book now while there are still rooms available. And Anyone who has lived in Florida for long knows the challenges of keeping the bugs out and the green grass in. With our gorgeous year-round weather, bugs like to stick around and weeds like to grow. I know you're feeling the need to improve your grass. You need Dan Milstead from Equine Turf. Dan can and will help you, and yes, the grass really is greener on the other side with Equine Turf. Like Equine Turf LLC on Facebook now and check out all the services Dan offers at equineturf.com. Equine Turf, absolutely dedicated to the turf care of the equine. No job too big or too small. Horse Trailer Pros can tackle it all. Horse Trailer Pros services all mates and models of horse trailers and specializes in living quarter conversion service and upgrades. For more information, like Horse Trailer Pros on Facebook now. Excellent work ethic, great service, and more. Come experience the difference. Horse Trailer Pros. This is Hall of Fame jockey Gary Stevens. You're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show presented by Palm Chevrolet this hour, your hometown Chevy experience. I'm your host, Louisa Barton, co-hosting with me today, Squeak Larkins, Good our morning. PhD. And Tell them about what you do. Oh, <laughs> oh, here. oh, we're, you're putting me on the spot. Oh, like I know. Clay, no, no. Well, actually, I do therapy work with horses, mostly with oxygen and some of the good to, the turning oh, point. Oh, the turning point, yes. Our segment, our this barrel is segment, segment is, yes. uh, is brought to you by that. And, and kinesiology we do, and, and kinesiology and, we, and barrel training and cutting horse training. So, you know, problem horses. That, and and yeah. in her spare time, she co-hosts yes. the radio show. Exactly. <laughs> and, and, and in doing so, 
we're having Terry Willie today. Yes. Our, yeah. Hi, Terry. Welcome Hi. to the show. Thank you. Yeah. Nice to and, meet you. And we also want to remember that this is horse capital of the That's world, right? right? We'll Which like is why we have, bit. what, 61 breeds here? And yes. Just every discipline you yes. can think of. Every, yeah. And we love the fact that it's we such can awesome, bring some Western yeah. in into the show. Absolutely. Thanks to Squeak, yeah. so. so, Terry, tell us where you are from. You've been here in Florida a short time, I know, because I got the see you and meet with you when you first came down. However, I've known you to be barrel racing for quite a long time, but tell us where you're from and how you got started. Okay, I'm originally from outside of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania in a little bit of a town called Elizabeth. And uh, I've been riding since I've been a baby. Uh, my mom and dad uh, rode, ran barrel horses. Uh -huh. And um, as I got older, uh, I decided I'd like to do it professionally. So my husband and I uh, bought a farm and uh, we opened up, it was called Fallen Timber Stables, and I had a training and lesson program there for oh, years. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. And uh, we decided it was time to slow down, so uh, we sold our farm, and uh, we came down here for the winter, actually, last year. Right. And we sold. And, and right. Yes, we did. <laughs> you were like, this yeah. isn't winter. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, like, where has this been all my life? Yeah. Buckets. <laughs> I know. I know. So, um, we came down and looked for property last summer, and we moved in in September. Right. <laughs> I, and that's when I got to be able to chat with you the first time, and so we've been seeing each other. Um, so tell us where in your career uh, along and from Pennsylvania and where you traveled and how before you got to Florida and tell us how where you went with your barrel racing as far as in your associations and you know how you how far you traveled and and your competition and okay um, well when I was younger, we stayed pretty local. We, mm -hmm. There was an um, organization there called the Western Pennsylvania Girls Fowl Racing Association. And um, I competed there, and I won their saddle and was their champion back in 1980. That dates me. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> and, okay. <laughs> and uh, from there, we did a little bit of amateur rodeo, and uh, then the IBRA, the NBHA, mm -hmm. they all came to be. Right. Um, I kind of took a little bit of time off from barrel racing right after we acquired our farm in the early to mid-90s, and uh, I showed the Appaloosa circuit and mm -hmm. uh, did some Western Pleasure and some Hunter Under Saddle with some, uh, you know, Appaloosas, and mm -hmm. uh, then I came back to my roots, mm -hmm. which were barrel racing, because then the 3D format started, right, started. because at the time I switched, barrel racing was kind of declining. Um, you know, with entries and things like that mm -hmm. because um, people were starting to figure out that there were only so many places that were going to pay money. Right, and they're not going to enter if they know that, Ex yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So once the 3D and then the 4D format right. kicked in, it really rejuvenated our sport. It, it and, surely did, um, yeah. you know, it got a lot of people that otherwise would have not De, you know, decided to participate and right. made them uh, want to become, right. you know, participants. So um, I went back to my roots and, um, you know, started, you know, training and, um, you know, giving lessons, barrel racing lessons. I was probably one of the first people up in the western part of the state besides Subalagna that mm -hmm. actually did formal um, barrel racing but, lessons. Uh -huh, I see. And, um, but anyway, it sort of kind of evolved from there. And along the way, you know, we played at the Futurities a little bit and that, had you know, I got to meet different people who right. later became clients. Uh, Ray Bram was one of them. He right. entrusted me with uh, you know Cook and Rapid Sixes right. and Fashionable Cash, and um, Kevin Henning 
Um, mm -hmm. He ended up, I sold him a, a real nice, uh, one of the first Dash to Fames that ever came east of the uh, Mississippi. Mississippi yeah. <laughs> um, I bought from uh, Jeff Michael, mm -hmm. and um, she turned into a really nice horse, and Kevin bought her, and then that evolved into him sending me. Oh, horse, cool. You know, horse for him. So while, for the people here, again, as, you know, Louisa said, we have people that are trying to learn. Let's go over again what it, what the 3D, but let's go use the 4D because that's what most everybody does now, what the 4D means, what that concept of competition is. You know, let's go over right. that for it. So, you know, when we start off with the, the very fastest time in a jackpot is the winner of the 1D. So Right. So example, if... For simplicity, if 15 yeah. O wins right. the jackpot, right, then a half a second off would mm -hmm. start your 15 5. Right, and that and would be the 2D. 2D. And mm -hmm. then another half a second from that right. would be 16 O. That would start your 3D. And, and then 16 5. Well, well, actually, a second, second, a, a second. another full, full second. second, yeah. Right, would be, exactly. would be the 40. Yeah, right. Right, would be the 40. So I said. So the fastest. The fastest is, is going to be like 15.0, then you're going to be a half a second off for the 2D, a full second for the 3D, and then a two seconds for the, for the 4D. 40. But it get what it does, we, we discuss this a lot, um, you know, sometimes this is, you know, people that are, are competing and having a lot of fun taking their barrel horses in the 3D and 4D, that it's either could be their level of education and they don't really have the means or want to get more horse than that, or it could be their age, it could be, you know, what it's a lot of reasons. Right. And or and for some of us, a lot of the time, we love to use it to help bring our young horses on so you don't have to, you know, feel that pressure. But, yeah, but don't yeah. you know, I was going to say to you, don't you feel that uh, that really opened up the barrel horse industry oh, again? It, it certainly did. It's huge now. Now, when it did that change? It's in early 90s when uh, the MBHA, which is the National Barrel Horse Association, it began in 1992. 1992. Yes. And I'm a charter member because, you know, and see, and, and I, I really didn't even know exactly how it was going to work. I just knew that the people that were involved, which was Martha Josie and Talmadge Green and Mr. Morris and all these people that were in it, I said, I know it's going to be something good, so I better join, you know. <laughs> but it has been very good. Yeah, but, I can remember the, yeah. um, they had a big meeting when, at the All-American Quarter Horse Congress. That yeah, year. right. And, um, you know, they had us all. Yeah. And that's I, I, I went to the number. first world finals. I'd, I'd made that. I've, I've qualified several times, but I don't go back because it's kind of a hassle. But I went because the first year they had a Futurity and Derby along with it. And I won second in the Derby there, which was a big deal. But, you know, it, it it's turned into, it's turned a barrel horse uh, industry around oh, to sure. where a local jackpot here a local jackpot is 130 horses to run mm -hmm. almost almost any time you go. Yep. Um, and that's just a weekend local jackpot. Now, you now, when you have one of those here like that locally, mm -hmm. do you have people come from all over? Is that Ocala people? Do we have that? Not many? just Ocala. No, but it'll bring it'll bring for about a hundred miles away at the most. If if they don't have anything going in their area, they'll come up. They'll come up. Yes. You know, and and we're talking Ocala, Williston, Trenton. You know, mm -hmm. uh, you know. Uh, tonight, today we have one down at um, at Fruitland Park, which is you know close to Leesburg. Mm -hmm. um, a thousand added. Well, that's that'll bring quite a few people because mm -hmm. there's a thousand dollars added plus our entry fees and stuff. But it'll be a 4D. Now, how does the added work? So they just add that to yeah, get people to come? Is that the idea? Of course. Yeah. yeah. The more money added, the more people you're going to get. And they'll do that based on how many entries they get. 
Is mm. that how that works? Or? No. They, they'll, they have to tell you up front what they're going to add and then, and then add it. <laughs> to, yeah. the, to the pot, yeah. you know. That doesn't bode well for the uh, producers yeah. if they don't. So they, you know, they yeah. always use, you know. Yeah, they have. There, there have been occasions in the past that some shady things went on, like they would advertise a huge added money, and then when they didn't get enough entries, they wouldn't put the money up. So that's that's not good. No, no, <laughs> no people have a tendency to remember. Now, yeah, and what about <laughs> cost for somebody to get to participate in mm. one of these barrel races? Is it expensive to enter or? Not compared to a lot of other things. A lot of equine yeah. sports. Right. No, exactly. Not well, compared to. It's about $40 average. Yeah, an average on that. Now, now, you know, rodeoing, when you're PRCA, into WPRA rodeoing, it's usually a little more because, you know, it's, it, it is professional women, women's professional rodeo association, and we're in with the professional rodeo cowboy association. And so the usually entry fees there are a little more, but our the more local now now when you get the big um, what they call super shows that are going to have 400 500 entries now th those get a little yeah. expensive because you've got stall fees and you because you're that. there yeah. for three Office or four days and, and all that yeah they stay. put in all administration <laughs> costs they can so then it could add up <laughs> yeah. it can add up yeah. but a local jackpot is like uh, Terry said probably around 40 you know. Yeah. Average yeah, average. Yeah, I'd say that, especially compared to entrance fees for hunter-jumper shows. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. And in fact, some of my hunter and jump, I, you know, I rode adventures years ago when I was in high school and college. I loved it. And uh, but, um, you know, some of my hunt seat people that I do some work for or know or family members or whatever, you know, and they'll say, "You get, you get money." You know, it's <laughs> yeah, like you win money. You get, you that? win money doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> and that's that was the attraction of the you know the D format, the four D right. format, because it allowed those people who otherwise you know weren't sitting on yeah. top caliber horses to have a shot to you know go have fun and at least cover right. their and, expenses. And leave with and, and have a chance right. have a chance to cover their right. fuel. Now, you know. now uh, this is a question I've I've kind of being curious about, we're on Helmet Awareness Day today, mm -hmm. um, yes. which is, uh, you know, a, a day mm -hmm. that they're trying to bring about the awareness of, you know, riding with a helmet. Um, I have to admit that I trail ride my horse without one. Mm. Um, I do have yeah. a beautiful <laughs> 1K <laughs> at home, and if I was going to jump or, you know, do something, then I, that would be on my head, which I know, I know I'm going to get a lot of criticism for this one. But what about barrel racing and It's not and a helmets? requirement. It, no. it, it is a suggestion. Is it? Um, that now almost every hunt seat person, and I'm talking about even high level, uh, I've been around and know, have friends that are also Olympic, you know, finalists and stuff, and they'll say, you guys don't wear a helmet? And yeah. I'm like, no, not unless you choose to. Um, what would you say the percentage is of people who wear them now? Is it more than it used to be? Or It's more. It's more it? than it. Yeah, I think the younger kids that are coming up, you know, the kids that well, grew I, up yeah. wearing helmets riding bicycles. Right. And, yes, and, that's and, right. Yeah, exactly. And, know, so I mean, it's, it's very natural for them. It's, ki it's kind of like yeah. the... We used to be able to do everything it's like helmet. The, right. I know. It's kind <laughs> of like, the, like Jeff, all of a sudden. the Jeff Foxworthy thing in his deal when he says, you know, seatbelt, that was your dad's and arm, arm, you know. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like that, you know, it, we didn't, we wore helmets if we rode hunt seat because it was actually part of the costume. Right. You know, exactly. where with what and we listen, do. My helmet literally was like a piece yeah. of costume where it was well, like, no. And, and, you know, other than uh, rodeoing or what we call a dress code, 
um, we don't wear a cowboy hat at just local jackpots because this is a barrel race, and barrel racing isn't necessarily a cowboy event. It's not at all a cowboy event. It's it's a barrel race, okay? It just happens to be in rodeo. The only event that is there for women in in the rodeo is the barrel race. The but barrel race. but in, anyway, at, at certain venues, we do have to wear a dress code, which means long sleeve shirt, boots, and hat, cowboy hat. And or you, you can wear a helmet. You can wear a helmet. Yes, you can. And I can say that um, when I, you know, when I have students, when I was teaching, I strongly suggested. In fact, it was a rule that anybody under sixteen had to wear a helmet because, um, of, you know, yeah, for yeah, insurance requirements and, stuff, and yeah. right. Well, but, and I and I do think a lot of the saddle clubs nowadays they require that anybody under eighteen wears a helmet mm -hmm. at a lot of saddle clubs. Yeah, some of their local. Yeah. 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 But, yeah. Um, yeah, I always figured once they were 16 and they could drive themselves, I kind of, that ship sailed. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, I could suggest that they put it on, but, yeah. Well, I, so. but, I, you know, and I know, I'm sure I'll catch a lot of flack about it, too, because I've already caught a lot of flack about it. But it's just, it's just, um, it's. It's just not in our, our sport. It, it's just it's, not part of our sport. It's we not didn't grow up we, with it. Yeah. You know? yeah. And I bought a helmet, hard. and I've tr I tried. I didn't. Uh, I do. I, <laughs> I didn't. It's hanging in my trailer. Oh, there every, you go. It goes everywhere And remind you that you have it. Yes, it goes everywhere with me. But, but, but barrel racing, it, I mean, you don't, you, of course you do see incidences. We're not, I mean, last weekend where we were, there was two right off the bat. Yeah. <laughs> The first two runners were a little bit of a wreck, and we yeah. were like, mm. well, there was a little error, rider error in some of it. But, you know, um, I don't know. It just never been something that had has been big in the sport. And, no. But I think as it evolves, like I said, yeah. the kids that grew up, yeah, it, I think you'll see, you'll see, you'll you'll see, see more, more and more. And, and yeah. as they refine the helmets, right. I mean, when they first came out, they were like putting a bowling ball in your oh, head. Oh, I know. Now they're and, gorgeous. Uh, you they know, make the well, most I don't know. They, just, they don't look right when you're on a cowboy no, event. No, no. They just don't look <laughs> right. I, I agree. I agree. They However, they are trying to make one that looks like a cowboy hat. It still looks kind of <laughs> odd but it's still they're trying they're yeah, trying yeah, to yeah, make it where people all, yeah. yeah resist it's, all they're trying they're, they're trying hard. to make one that makes it look like a cowboy hat so that we will wear helmets but it hasn't I'm, gone I've seen they need to refine it a lot but, more before but anyway <laughs> so um uh you were just telling me before we came back on air that you're not going to make it to the barrel race today because because my horse decided to come in the from the pasture with a swelled up leg. Oh dear. And, so we um, got to take care of that. We've got, yeah. Mm. And uh, I, I think he probably just tweaked it. Or, yeah. You know, but. I know. Um, it's a, he's my only one running right now. So oh, no. I need to take care of him. I know. Maybe he's not very stoic. And I would, I, or maybe he's faking it because he doesn't though. feel like running today. <laughs> well, Jack's first kind yeah. of. He's, he's kind pretty of those, cool though. Yeah. I, I made, like last week and I made a point to tell a couple of people. I said, watch this horse go when they called your name to go. I said, what? this is such Tonight. He's huge. This yeah, is a is. big horse. And big horses in barrels have to have a certain quality of being able to be a little quicker or they don't make it no. because he's so big. He's got the stride. He just, you know, sometimes they don't have the quickness. But right. this so horse he's does. He's got to get his body out of his way, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. This, this horse of hers does. He, but he's so big. I, he's I, was, I remember seeing him the first time. I went, whoa. <laughs> you know. Awesome. He's very intimidating. To right. Him, but yeah. he's, oh, we he's certainly a, hope he heals up. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure he will. He just probably But the average average barrel horse wouldn't you say would be 15 to two. Two. yeah you I was know say they're not yeah usually, uh, between yeah. you know my ideal 
prospects. Right. I really like right. That's 15 what hands to 15, 15 two. two exactly. And I was telling Squeak last week when I bought him, um, yeah, I didn't quite realize how big he was. And when the horse hauler got there and he opened that door, I'm like, Oh my God! Now, you like she, did you bring me you the like right horse? Yeah, she oh, even yeah. asked if it yeah. was the right horse. <laughs> you, you like a big butt? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Because that's the motor. Oh yeah! That's you know, a horse pushes from the back end, and that's his motor. I like a nice long butt muscle and yeah. low set hocks. I, my daughter, every time she sees a quarter horse, that's what she does. Looks at the butt. Yeah. It's a nice butt. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's a nice butt. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a mm -hmm. very important, isn't it? I like a nice, you know, it's ni just a nice conformed horse. Balanced of course. Horse. Uh, you Balanced. know, basically, we we want the same thing every other event person wants is everything to be balanced. You know, we want the right shoulder, we want the right, right hip, we want the, you know, we, and we, we want, want we like for the neck not to be put on upside down or right. backwards. <laughs> that you know, yeah. that stuff. You know, you that know kind a nice of thing. soft kind. Right. Of uh, uh, yeah. You yeah. hear the same thing, and we and sometimes we get it sometimes we don't sometimes we don't and you know like you know you can buy the best bread but like no. you know an old horse trader told me years ago you can't ride the papers no, so exactly. you, know, you, you, you need to look at the horse and you know it's decide if form yeah, right, it is. form it's equals function right. and you know give yeah, the horse exactly. a shot it might not have the best head in the world right and, um, and they're always going to have a little, little flaw and you right. got to see well like you said and I, oh one of the best things that I ever heard this was a husband of a girl he did not know much about horses when he married her. Her brother is one of the big thoroughbred people here in town. He's partnered with somebody else, but what, and he runs barrels, but, and the sister did. But this was what was so funny. That he said the best thing I've ever heard about how, he says, you know, I'm just finally getting this. He says, when we go look at thoroughbreds, because he says, you look at everything from the knee and hock down and don't look at anything else. On the quarter horses, for the barrel horses, we look at everything from the knee and hock up and don't look <laughs> at anything down. Because, <laughs> I, I mean, I, one of my best barrel horses, was so, he stood where his front feet were pointing east and west. I mean, they were like that, you know. So right. it's a great, I mean, and he's right, right. because he if they're, right. you know, in the thoroughbred industry, the, everything from there down has to be absolutely aligned perfect. You oh, know? yes. But oh, it yeah. doesn't matter if he has a big old jug head or what, as long as he can run, you know. <laughs> That's right. But in the quarter horses, don't look at, don't look at them from the knees and hocks down because that's that can not be. Thank you so much. Oh, Please you're welcome. stay for the rest of the show. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Squeak, thank you, thank you, you for our barrel yeah. segment. Yeah, absolutely. Um, thank you very brought much. Brought to you by the Turning Point. We really yes. appreciate it. Thank you very yeah. much. We're going to be back it. in just a few minutes. We're going to wrap the show up with the last few minutes. Stay with us on the Horse Talk Show, brought to you by Palm Chevrolet. We'll be right back. Attention, North Central Florida. Palm Chevrolet, the area's number one volume Chevy dealer, is pre-qualifying customers for new cars without using a social security number. That's right. We don't need your social to get you qualified for a new car. Simply log on to palmchevrolet.com, enter your name and address, and instantly get your credit score, interest rate, even your payment on any new Chevy in stock. This will not affect your credit score. Log on to palmchevrolet.com and get pre-qualified now. Or visit Palm Chevrolet, Southwest College Road in Ocala. Find new roads.
We're a unique, tough breed. We work long, hard hours making sure your horses are healthy and properly shod. Because, well, we farriers know horses perform better when they're properly shod and healthy. You want quality horse products, supplements, and farrier supplies at affordable prices. And you won't settle for anything less. TT Distributors is dedicated to quality horse products, supplements, and farrier supplies at affordable prices. Racehorse or a pasture pony, TT Distributors has what you need. 7715 West Highway 40, Ocala. Do you feel balanced, comfortable, and confident on your horse? Balance relies largely on core strength. The balance rider gets to the core of the core with natural diversity and no predictable pattern of motion with its unique conditioning, ideal for equestrians from all disciplines. When you improve your balance, core strength, and agility, your horse is happier. Check out the Balance Rider, the ultimate core trainer, on the web at balancerider.com and like us on Facebook now. It's for the horses. Does your business, equestrian event, or horse farm need professional marketing help? If you answered yes, then I invite you to schedule a free one-hour strategy session with me. My name's John Thorman, and I'm the founder and president of Digital Savvy, and we want to be your full-service marketing partner. So whether you need a website, social media marketing, online advertising, or videos and photography to help you sell more products, services, tickets, or sponsorships, we will get it done for you. Visit us online now at digitalsavvy.com. Earth Song Ranch is not just for horses, we're here for your kitty kids and puppy pals too, and for their humans. We carry a line of dehydrated whole foods for dogs and cats and our own line of probiotics and digestive enzymes for them as well. We carry longevity minerals and supplements for humans. We walk our talk and we're all about a more natural approach to health for animals and humans. Visit us at earthsongranch.com or on Facebook, come and like us. The Hilton Garden in downtown Louisville awaits your call. The Breeders' Cup is being held at Churchill Downs this year, and the Hilton Garden in downtown is just minutes away. There is no better place to stay for the richest weekend in horse racing, with all the amenities you need. So book now and use code Ocala for a special horseman's rate for your stay. With all the Ocala connections to the big stakes races, it just makes sense to give Ocala horsemen the welcome they deserve. At the Hilton Garden in downtown Louisville, book now while there are still rooms available. Anyone who has lived in Florida for long knows the challenges of keeping the bugs out and the green grass in. With our gorgeous year-round weather, bugs like to stick around and weeds like to grow. I know you're feeling the need to improve your grass. You need Dan Milstead from Equine Turf. Dan can and will help you, and yes, the grass really is greener on the other side with Equine Turf. Like Equine Turf LLC on Facebook now and check out all the services Dan offers at equineturf.com. Equine Turf, absolutely dedicated to the turf care of the equine. No job too big or too small. Horse Trailer Pros can tackle it all. Horse Trailer Pros services all mates and models of horse trailers and specializes in living quarter conversion service and upgrades. For more information, like Horse Trailer Pros on Facebook now. Excellent work ethic, great service, and more. Come experience the difference. Horse Trailer Pros. This is Hall of Fame jockey Gary Stevens. You're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. And, you know, I, I, I want to, I know I, I sometimes sound like a broken record. Uh, I don't know if our millennials even know what a broken record is. But, um, True. <laughs> maybe, a, maybe a broken CD. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> 
Uh, I, I just want to say, you know, Palm Chevrolet here in Ocala, uh, local dealer, American, yeah. Chevy, you can't beat it, really. Yeah. Uh, and, and just go down and see them, talk to them, uh, take a test drive. Uh, check out what they have to offer. The, the trucks there are incredible. I'm trying to talk them into coming into the studio and talking about the difference with a, a Chevy truck than any other. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> uh, you know, keeping the money here in, in our economy is so important, and I really encourage people to use our local businesses here. Right. You know, mm -hmm. especially our horse people who are, you right. know, worth $2.6 billion a year right. uh, to this economy. You know, keeping the money here in, in our town, in our county, is just so important. So when you have the options, you it, know, exactly. buy American and buy Ocala. Right. Uh, and talking about the economy, um, I want to talk just for a minute about some of the things that are going on with Chamber and Economic Partnership, my day job, um, which I'm extremely blessed to have. Just a, a really incredible opportunity to share the horse world with the non-horse people and help those two worlds integrate, which uh, in Kentucky, where I'll be next week, mm -hmm. they don't really have so much of an issue with integrating horse people and non-horse people. If you stop at the local gas station and you know, mm -hmm. to fill up, the, the guy in there you buy your lottery ticket from or go mm -hmm. in and get a coffee from knows what races are going on, knows what <laughs> horses are doing and all this. Now here it's totally different. Here there's almost like two totally separate worlds. So trying to integrate those two worlds is, is super important. And this week at our equine engagement meeting that we had at the CEP, we had about 50-50. Uh, about half the people, horse people, half the people not. So bringing those worlds together, I think we had 44 people, 43 or 44 oh, people wow. all together. Um, all the seats were full, mm -hmm. plus some extra seats um, mm -hmm. around. So a really good group of people who are, you know, half of them don't know as much about horses, trying to learn and, and understand. And uh, Laurel was one of our speakers and oh, was good. able to share um, some about hay relax and, mm -hmm. and about body work for horses. But you know, it's it's awesome that our community is coming together to want to learn and to get those um, those barriers down. Right. And uh, the visitor and our visitor and convention bureau here, uh, Corey Locke, was at our meeting, and he said this week uh, coming up they were going to have like a workshop kind of public forum type thing to talk about what the visitors bureau here should be doing mm -hmm. um, for Marion County. Well, interestingly enough, the first time I ever drove through here, I fell in love with this place. I was right. actually on my way to the mountains, stopped off to get some gas or something and said, I got to drive around this place. Yeah. <laughs> but I would have never known that day that Affirmed was born here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, right I never here. even known it. Oh. Now, Claudia, my dear friend who has the marcher doors, she has mm. a little training track right behind her house. That's where he was first saddled right. and ridden. Right. right there on her yeah. farm. There should be a really big sign out there. There should be. Yeah. There should be a massive yeah. big sign. So I got a chance to talk to Corey and, and after the meeting a little bit and about what they're doing. And I said, look, I'm going to be in Kentucky next week um, reminding them that we're the real horse capital of the world. So since I'm going to be gone, can I send <laughs> you an sure email? I'm sure you're not their favorite at that <laughs> moment. I'm afraid I'm going to get kicked out and told don't come back. Um, but so I, I wrote an email to Corey yesterday with my list, mm -hmm. which you know was really long. And um, 
he received it right back and said, thank you so much. That's great input. I'm going to uh, speak for you, make sure we, you know, we get that out there. But one of the things I was talking about was let's get some like big whopping signs like always mm -hmm. dreaming trained here, Nyquist right. trained here, American Pharaoh trained here. Right. And then and let's Zenyatta. rename. And don't yes. forget the big mayor. Yes, That's the big right. mayor. And then let's get a really big sign and rename that strip of 301 outside of the McCathlin Brothers Training Center, American Pharaoh Way. Right. Oh, <laughs> and listen, all the roads in Ocala have like three names. So yeah. what's one more? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, what's one yeah, more? Yeah, what's one more? So, um, and that should be the one we use. And so I, I had a lot of ideas. That I sent over that they're gonna uh, you know bring up at the at the meeting which I'm I'm really happy about because I didn't want to miss it I wanted to get my two cents in mm -hmm. um, because I think it's really important that we make sure we we should have a culture right. and yeah. we should have a, uh, a branding that right. you know that we are the horse cab of the world so upcoming we have some really cool events if you're a CEP partner, if you're not, then you better become one mm -hmm. um, very quickly. But we have uh, an amazing breakfast with Marchadors, September 6th, which is going to be at Oak Bell Farm, where you can come out and have breakfast and learn all about the uh, Brazilian breed mm -hmm. uh, that Claudia has brought here and is, uh, is breeding and uh, successfully getting embryos and, and all that right. good stuff. So very neat, gated horse. Um, you're going to get to touch one, meet one, have some fantastic breakfast. The food there is... Mm. Uh, amazing so that'll be really really fun that's September 6th at 8:30, and then also on the 25th because we had Clayton here um, I want to mention this there's going to be an exclusive CEP partner preview of the CCI three-star course oh. um, that Mike Etherington Smith uh, is working on and Clayton, Clayton will also be there um, for that there'll be lunch and refreshments and uh, that's going to be pretty amazing you'll get to see the course under construction um, ask questions. Mike, who is in a, a former head of British eventing and also uh, has been an Olympic course designer, uh, will be able to be, you can ask right. him questions and we'll see the course and we'll see the jumps under construction. So that'll be a oh, really, really awesome. neat experience. Yeah. So that's another opportunity for another Equine 101. So if you're a business out there and you're not already a CEP partner, you want to get plugged in and uh, help the community and work with the community as far as uh, all parts of your business. Great networking, great marketing, especially if you're new here, you get to meet everybody um, very, very fast. And mm -hmm. uh, also so that you can get involved in the horse world and really start uh, to understand everything that we have here. 61 breeds. Um, right. And uh, I don't know when I'm allowed to tell you launching, um, <laughs> when JT gives me the okay, but we're going to have a lot of videos for you soon mm -hmm. uh, that will, uh, will help to uh, share what we have here in, uh, in Ocala, Marion County, and not just the horses, but the superstars that we have, and also the network we have set up here of professionals. You know, when I lived down south, you really only had one choice of equine veterinarian, maybe two. You know, and only one that was really fully equipped to do everything. You know, and obviously, you know, we're big fans and supporters of Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital here. They are state of the art. They are one of the largest privately owned horse hospitals in the world. But you know, here you actually have options. You actually have choice of farrier. You actually have choice of veterinarian. And there isn't any kind of monopoly. There's just so you know, so many good professionals here. Right. So the network for Ocala for horse people is just amazing. You. You really have lots of options. Um, we think ours are the best, but you know <laughs> you do have choices here. So it really is the equine epicenter of the world. So we really want to encourage people to get plugged in and to be part of the horse world here. 
and to never miss the horse talk show, of course, because of course, <laughs> that way, if you just moved here and you know nothing about horses, you get your opportunity to learn as well. I want to thank our guests, all of them today, Clayton, for making a trip in. I know he's super busy and he has his daughter visiting from England. So, Clayton, if you're still listening this morning, thank you for coming in. Squeak. Thank you. Terry, thank Laurel, you. fantastic, great show. And, uh, of course, we'll be all week long sharing on social media all the latest news. And uh, congratulations to Winx, who I forgot to mention in the first segment this morning for winning 26 race. Ah. Pretty cool. Yeah. Whether you are in Ocala, Marion County, Florida, I'm fortunate enough to be here, uh, happy horsing around. Until the same time, next week we'll be back. Have a great week. Attention, North Central Florida, Palm Chevrolet, the area's number one volume Chevy dealer, is pre-qualifying customers for new cars without using a social security number. That's right. We don't need your social to get you qualified for a new car. Simply log on to palmchevrolet.com, enter your name and address, and instantly get your credit score, interest rate, even your payment on any new Chevy in stock. This will not affect your credit score. Log on to palmchevrolet.com and get pre-qualified now. Or visit Palm Chevrolet, Southwest College Road in Ocala. Find new roads. We're a unique, tough breed. We work long, hard hours making sure your horses are healthy and properly shod. Because, well, we farriers know horses perform better when they're properly shod and healthy. You want quality horse products, supplements, and farrier supplies at affordable prices. And you won't settle for anything less. TT Distributors is dedicated to quality horse products, supplements, and farrier supplies at affordable prices. Racehorse or a pasture pony, TT Distributors has what you need. 7715 West Highway 40, Ocala. Do you feel balanced, comfortable, and confident on your horse? Balance relies largely on core strength. The balance rider gets to the core of the core with natural diversity and no predictable pattern of motion with its unique conditioning, ideal for equestrians from all disciplines. When you improve your balance, core strength, and agility, your horse is happier. Check out the balance rider, the ultimate core trainer, on the web at balancerider.com and like us on Facebook now. It's for the horses. Does your business, equestrian event, or horse farm need professional marketing help? If you answered yes, then I invite you to schedule a free one-hour strategy session with me. My name's John Thorman, and I'm the founder and president of Digital Savvy, and we want to be your full-service marketing partner. So whether you need a website, social media marketing, online advertising, or videos and photography to help you sell more products, services, tickets, or sponsorships, we will get it done for you. Visit us online now at digitalsavvy.com. Earth Song Ranch is not just for horses, we're here for your kitty kids and puppy pals too, and for their humans. We carry a line of dehydrated whole foods for dogs and cats and our own line of probiotics and digestive enzymes for them as well. We carry longevity minerals and supplements for humans. We walk our talk and we're all about a more natural approach to health for animals and humans. Visit us at earthsongranch.com or on Facebook, come and like us. The Hilton Garden in downtown Louisville awaits your call. The Breeders' Cup is being held at Churchill Downs this year, and the Hilton Garden in downtown is just minutes away. There is no better place to stay for the richest weekend in horse racing, with all the amenities you need. So book now and use code Ocala for a special horseman's rate for your stay. With all the Ocala connections to the big stakes races, it just makes sense to give Ocala horsemen the welcome they deserve. At the Hilton Garden in downtown Louisville, book now while there are still rooms available. And
Anyone who has lived in Florida for long knows the challenges of keeping the bugs out and the green grass in. With our gorgeous year-round weather, bugs like to stick around and weeds like to grow. I know you're feeling the need to improve your grass. You need Dan Milstead from Equine Turf. Dan can and will help you, and yes, the grass really is greener on the other side with Equine Turf. Like Equine Turf LLC on Facebook now and check out all the services Dan offers at equineturf.com. Equine Turf, absolutely dedicated to the turf care of the no job too big or too small horse trailer pros can tackle it all horse trailer pros services all mates and models of horse trailers and specializes in living quarter conversion service and upgrades for more information like horse trailer pros on facebook now excellent work ethic great service and more come experience the difference horse trailer pros The GOAT FM is WMOP Ocala, W261BA, WGGG Gainesville, and W221DX. <laughs> the GOAT FM.